Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health. Bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding healthcare. Everything from cancer to liver transplants. Nutrition. Exercise. My yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale. Mental health and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital. Empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. But Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. Our producer, Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows in the United States. 287 affiliates strong. Thanks to all of you. In our listening audience, our newest affiliate, The Cape, in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Very happy to have those folks those folks on board. If uh, you want to follow me on Facebook, you can do that at America's Healthcare Advocate. There's a lot of stuff up there. There are videos up there, different programs that we do, uh, other information up on the Facebook page if you want to go to America's Healthcare Advocate. These shows, as I always remind you, are podcasts on TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spreaker, all four of those platforms. They're also listed on the website, America's americashealthcareadvocate.com. So if you want to tell somebody about a show, you're listening to this show today, maybe you're going to find this interesting information. I have Nate Tate in studio with me from RPS Benefits by Design. He is a health insurance expert and broker. Now we're going to talk about a number of things today. You may want to pass it on to somebody or tell somebody about it. Go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Shows are listed up there or on the uh, podcast platforms, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spreaker. If you are looking for health insurance, you can reach out to Nate Tate at 877-385-2224. That's the same number the lovely Joyce Thompson is at. If you're looking for Medicare, if you're looking for individual health insurance, if you're looking for employer-sponsored benefits, uh, he is an expert. He and Joyce both are at RPSBBDI, and they would be happy to help you. Once again, 877-385-2224. And yes, people do call Call me from all I actually got a call from Australia. I didn't know we had a 15-hour time difference, Oscar, between us and Australia. So trying to coordinate the phone call was kind of interesting. But we got, we're, do, we're doing health insurance for a young lady who has dual citizenship, and she's in Australia now, but she's coming back here. So there you go. You just never know who's listening. We might even be on the air in Australia for all I know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I have not, I don't have a clue. I know we're on the air in Guam. That's 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 funny. Welcome back, Nate Tate. Thank you. Glad to be back. Good good to have you. So I'm going to start off uh, with doing something I don't normally do on this broadcast. I'm going to I'm going to make kind of a political statement here, but I, I want people to understand the context. Of this so so the Supreme Court recently ruled in a seven to two decision that the 18 states, represented by 18 Republican attorneys general that had sued to um, eliminate Obamacare, had a lack of standing. It was a seven to two decision, seven to two. Okay, and and I and I'm going to tell you something. When this when all this stuff started with ACA and Obamacare, I was ardently against it. Okay, because I knew it was going to destroy the individual marketplace, which it did. 
Okay. Now, the individual marketplace has recovered to a certain extent, and there are also other alternatives out there if you can't do Obamacare. But here's what I will say to you. There are 14 million people right now that have health insurance that didn't have it before. So do I like the idea of government being in the health insurance business? Not particularly. But when I look at the benefit of this and how it's helping people that need coverage, I get these calls every day. Okay, um, it's making a hell of a difference, people. So frankly, I'm glad the Supreme Court turned it down because if they didn't, there'd be 14 million people out there looking for coverage, Nate. That's right. Yeah. So again, you know, I, I don't do political on the show. You people know that. But in this particular case, um, I am glad they upheld Obamacare um, and it is in place now. There are too many people that are receiving benefit from this that would be out of health, have nothing if this wasn't in existence. So it is what it is, people. And it's helping a lot of folks out there. And we're going to talk about that right now because the open enrollment period was extended to August. That's right. Okay. So is it August 1st, August 15th, August 30th? August 15th. Okay, so I'm glad I asked you because, see, I didn't know that. So that's why Nate's here because he's the expert. So it's up to August 15th. So we're doing this to remind people you're running out of time. Yep. It's July. We're running out of time, people. Yeah. Okay, so um, you know you need to understand where we're at, okay? Um, you, you, we're, right at we're right at the cusp here of, 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 of July, and, and we're in the middle of the summer and all the rest of it. And if you, you know procrastinate and don't get this done by August 15th, duh, you got nobody to blame but yourself, right? Very much so. Okay, so let's talk about, <clears throat> you know, it, it is open till August 15th. Correct. Okay, and if they, if they want to enroll, what do they need to do? Um, Obviously, reach out to you. Yeah, reach out to me, um, reach out to another qualified broker who's Marketplace uh, certified, and we can look at the plans see if you qualify for lower rates, which a lot of people do, and then we know how to put it in. Um, I've, I've mentioned this before. There's over 30 optional questions on the healthcare.gov application. Each one has a purpose, but they do not tell you what it is. And so people who do it on their own will answer questions, and then the results get skewed up. And so we, we can do that for them, and we don't charge anything. And so we get you the best result. And make sure your doctors are in network and so on. This young lady from Australia, her father called me first, and she reached out to me. And she had already gone up, and he sent me a picture of the website. I said, please do not do anything else. Please. Because I remembered what you said. 30 questions. You answer them wrong. It's going to screw the thing up. And then you're going to try to unscrew it, which is not an easy thing to do once you put that stuff in the system. So that's the first thing I tell people. Please don't try to do this on your own. Right. It doesn't cost you a nickel to have Nate or Joyce or a qualified broker agent that is certified to do this, do it for you, um, and they can make sure that what you're doing is the right thing. Exactly. All right. So talk about, you know, you, you do those 30 questions. Those 30 questions impact the amount of subsidy they get? It can. It can <laughs> uh, impact when their coverage starts. It can impact uh, whether or not their kids are covered under a subsidy or not. All those different uh, factors are in play. And so you have to answer the questions very carefully. The one will say, you know, do you currently have coverage? And you can answer yes, but you should answer no if your coverage is coming to an end. So I was talking with a gentleman the other day, and he's retiring at the end of this month. So he has coverage now. He has coverage now. So he would have answered it yes. Right, and he did answer it yes. <coughs> oh, and, and then because he understood, they, they said, do you have coverage right now? He yeah. said yes. But then it says, um, but then you find out that you're supposed to answer no if... You will have coverage at the first of the month 
that's about to start. But they don't clarify that in that question. That's one example of how these op- optional questions work. They have a purpose, but they don't explain it. Yeah, and that's not unusual for government, and it's not unusual for websites either, especially government websites. So it, it behooves people uh, to have somebody walk them through the process, which is exactly what you do. So basically, they call you, and you take them through the application process, Nate? Yeah, that's right. So I will um, collect information from them. I, mean, I need the basics, like where they live, um, everyone's age, and then their income. And people have questions of, oh, you know, I get paid alimony. Do uh, I have to put that on my income? Well, if it's not tax, if you don't pay taxes on it, then you don't include it. And so I help people work that out, and then uh, we run the numbers and see what kind of discounts we can get. And then I also find out where their preferred doctors or hospitals are. And so then I narrow down the plans from there because there's over 50 plans. And it can be very overwhelming. But if we know which doctors or hospitals that you need to go to, we eliminate a lot of them just on that basis alone. And we know exactly where to go, where to look, how to find out. It saves people a lot of time. And then they have a lot simpler to, uh, decisions in front of them. Yeah, because they know the, the, the one thing you don't want to do is go sign up for it and then find out, oh, your doctor, your pediatrician, your gynecologist, your, 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 you know, your orthopedic doctor that's treating you, whatever case may be, oh, they're not in the network. Right, because a lot of these plans have narrow networks, um, and that's that is that not a case? Oh, that is very much the case, <clears throat> and that's because of the way the plans are set up and the cost. So they narrow the network, and mm-hmm. but they're not all the same. I mean, the Blue Cross plan versus the AM Better plan versus a, a Cigna plan—they're all different. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah. And even within uh, Blue Cross in particular, they have two different networks available on the marketplace. And so uh, one person paid for a silver plan, and they bought the more expensive one. They said, I don't know what the difference is, but I guess the silver, the more expensive one is better. Turns out that the more expensive one was more expensive solely because it included Children's Mercy, which is good for some people, but this was a single who was 37 years old. Probably not going to go to Children's Mercy anytime soon. Not at all. No, no, no. And, and maybe he was anticipating getting married and having a child. Who knows? But probably not. But that's a classic example of people doing this, they look at the well, it's going to cost more, so it has to be a better plan, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they think. Yeah, and- yeah, right. But that's not the case. It was just the opposite of that. He has no need to access children's mercy. It doesn't make any sense for him. Right. So, so this is just some idea, people, of you know what you need to think about when you're in the situation where you want to look at one of these plans or you think you want to look at one of these plans. The best thing to do is reach out to these folks. You can reach Nate at 877-385-2224. That's the phone number, 877-385-2224. The website, rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com. There's a button up there you click. You can put your information in. They'll reach out to you, and they'll be happy to help you. We come back from the break. We're going to talk about subsidies. How do you get one? How much is it? And what if you already have one? Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIE radio network, coast to coast across the USA. I'll be right back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the fruited plain here on the HIA radio network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Our producer, Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. In studio with me, Nate Tate. 
a broker and an expert on individual health insurance. We're going to talk about Medicare as well, and we'll also talk a little bit about group health insurance later on in the show. But we're talking now about ACA Obamacare. I mentioned earlier uh, that it is going to be around for a long time, folks, because the Supreme Court just kicked out the latest uh, challenge to it in a 72 decision. Uh, and the reason behind that, they said, was lack of standing to sue. So Obamacare is going nowhere, and the 14 million people it serves are probably pretty happy about that. Um, if you want help, you just heard Nate talk about 30 questions. That's what's on the – if you do that yourself or try to do it, that's what happens. You're answering 30 questions. They don't explain a lot of this stuff. Like, do I have health insurance? Well, yeah, if you have it today, but if you're applying for it next month, then you don't put yes as an answer to that question. So in order to clarify that and get it and do it the right way, give Nate a call, 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224, or the website, rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com. There's a button up there you click to contact them. <clears throat> For whatever you may need, um, it does not cost you any more to have them do this for you than it does for you to sign up, but on your own. But here's the thing. If you do it on your own, you screw it up, try getting it unscrewed and straightening it out could be a real challenge. So it's much better, Nate, to go in and do it the right way the first time, right? Infinitely. Okay, so let's talk about subsidies because the big deal with these plans is the subsidies. The subsidies are pretty strong. They've added to the subsidies. Um, mm-hmm. The open enrollment period now goes to August 15th. That's for all you people out there to understand that. That's important, okay? Uh, you've got till August 15th to sign up, but let's talk about how the subsidies determine and who qualifies. Yeah, so what happens is ACA was founded with the understanding that health insurance shouldn't cost you more than a certain percentage of your income. And so um, it's geared that you put in your adjusted gross income, what's taxable. And then based off that and the cost of plans in your area, the government may give you, will pay a certain amount of money to an insurance company on your behalf. Now, it'll be a flat amount. So let's say you're a family of three and the government's going to pay $600. They're not going to up it or lower it based off which company you go with. So it's just that flat amount. It goes toward the insurance company and then you pay the difference. Okay, so you have $600 to work with. Mm-hmm. All right, and if the plan is nine hundred dollars a month, that means you're going to pay three hundred of that, correct? That's right. Okay, but the subsidy. So you've got basically what you've got is you've got a, a, a ticket to go shopping for health insurance. Right. Here's your six hundred dollar ticket. Now, how do we put that to the most effective use, and how do you do that? How do you help them determine that, Nate? In terms of um, finding a plan, again, a lot of it comes down to a doctor and hospital. In terms of determining the amount of subsidy. Um, we'll look at you know what sources of income they have, which ones are taxable. Then we'll check to see what deductions they have that would lower that. So if someone's got some school debt, then that's a, that lowers their taxable income and it increases the subsidy. And so we check all those things out as we're going through the process and try to get them the most accurate estimate possible so they don't have to pay anything back. That's really quite remarkable. I didn't even know that. that if they, For instance, if they've got a student loan, you're saying that lowers – uh, the situation gives them a bigger subsidy. Correct. How interesting. I did mm-hmm. not know that. that there, see, folks, <laughs> there are a lot of things out there involving this process that you're probably not aware of, and there's a great way to find out, and that's to reach out to these folks and get some help. Um, so let's talk about if somebody already has a subsidy. Now, I know that there were some changes made to right. the way the subsidies were set up. So if you were already on Obamacare ACA policy before uh, President Biden changed the, the open enrollment period and you already had a subsidy, 
is it worth going back and looking at again to see if that subsidy could be made larger? Yeah. Um, anybody who had a subsidy now qualifies for a bigger one. Um, period. Period. Okay. Well, that's that, that's that's pretty that's pretty important. People know. So, hundred percent of the people that already had a subsidy, if they haven't moved over to one of the new platforms, they would qualify for a, a larger subsidy. Right. Yeah. So, um, let's say somebody was making uh, thirty thousand and they had a subsidy of two hundred. Maybe now, still making thirty thousand, their subsidy has been up to two fifty, and so they're paying fifty dollars less a month if they get it applied. If they don't apply it now then they will get that extra money that would have uh, gone out on their behalf in the form of a tax credit next year. So, But if they want to take immediate advantage of it and quit spending money they don't need to spend, right. they should definitely look at this. So do they have to change policies? How does it work, Nate? I mean, a guy calls you up or a gal calls you up and says, hey, I've, I've been on this for two years. I've got a subsidy, but I heard the radio show and I can get a bigger one. How do you do that? Yeah, so um, we go in, we update, um, we have to update the application and basically just uh, resubmit it in order to have the new uh, subsidy amount applied. They can change plans within the same insurance company um, without any issue, or they can switch to another insurance company. So maybe uh, somebody had a plan with Ambedder and they want to go to Blue Cross. They are allowed to do that. And, you know, they think, oh, well, with this extra subsidy, Blue Cross will now be within my affordability range. So they are allowed to switch. But if you switch from one insurance company to another, all your deductibles start over. So just because it's possible oh. does not mean that you should. Okay. okay. But I did have a gentleman who um, hadn't had any claims for the year, so he hadn't paid anything toward his deductible, <laughs> so it was care. no problem for him to switch. Yeah. See, this is all stuff you need to know, and if you're not in the weeds on this and doing this every day like Nate and Joyce and the other people up at RPSBBI, you're not going to know this stuff, okay? So, so to summarize that, you can switch mm-hmm. from one carrier to another, but if you do that, you're going to start your deductible all over again. Right. But if you change plans within the carrier, do you start the deductible all over again, or, or does the deductible just carry? So let's say you're on Blue Cross and you move to Spiracare, because mm-hmm. now you said you're getting a bigger subsidy. That's affordable plan. You really like the idea of all the care in one place. Spiracare is a program we have here in Kansas City for Blue Cross of Kansas City, and it's basically a primary care behavioral health program, and it's really quite wonderful where the, everything happens at the clinic or at their care facility. So let's say that they, they want to go to Spiracare and they're coming. They were on. They were on a regular Blue Cross Silver Plan. Do they keep the deductible r- rollover or do they lose it? Yeah, as long as they're on a Blue Cross Marketplace Plan. Right. So if they're on one of the short-term plans, not the same thing. But as long as they're on a Blue Cross Plan, let's say they were uh, on a Gold Plan and they paid a little bit toward the deductible, and then they switch over to the Silver or the Bronze, both of which are Spira plans. The money that they paid toward that deductible will now apply toward the new deductible on the silver or the bronze. Wonderful. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, there, see, there are just a lot of things folks need to know. And these folks know how to do it, do it the right way. You're not going to pay any more to have them do it, but you are going to get expert advice and they're going to walk you through the process and make sure that you don't uh, make a mistake that could pull money out of your pocket. The website is rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com, RPS RPS Benefits by designing.com. You think I could get that right after doing it all these years? <laughs> and the phone number is 877 385 2224. If you want to speak to Nate or Joyce or any of the other folks up there, you can call that number 877 385 2224. And they will be happy to uh, touch base with you uh, and get information to you so that you do the smart thing and save as much money as you possibly can. Again, I'm going to remind you, you've got to August 15th. So if you haven't done this, stop 
procrastinating and get it done now. And as I said, if you're getting a subsidy, you're already on a plan, but you haven't looked at the new subsidy or gotten the new subsidy, reach out to Nate and let him help you do it and save yourself some money and put the money in your pocket. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Uh, pretty fascinating stuff, wasn't it, on all that ACA information you just got? Kind of like drinking out of a fire hose, right? Well, go back up to the website. The show is posted up there or go to the podcast platform tune in soundcloud itunes and spreaker if you want to maybe you've got a, a child that's coming off your policy or or you've got a, a parent or whatever the case may be that needs help with this go to the website the information is up there on the show you can call nate at 877-385-2224 just ask for him by name and he will get back to you you can also go to the website rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com there is a button up there you push and tell them what you want, and they'll be happy to contact you. Once again, that phone number, though, 877-385-2224. They are happy to help you wherever you may be. All right, so this is one of my pet peeves, and you just mentioned this off air a minute ago, um, and this is the short-term insurance policies and the politicians that brand these junk insurance. It infuriates me, okay, because for people that do not get a subsidy, Trying to pay for an ACA Obamacare policy can be ridiculous. $1,700 a month for a family of four, age 40-something, it's yeah. ridiculous, okay? But that same family can go buy a short-term policy with a $2,500 deductible and out-of-pocket of $4,500 or $5,000, depending on the carrier, okay, and have complete benefits. Yeah. So first, let's just define that, okay? And then we're going to get in the weeds a little bit on a particular bill in the state of Kansas that the governor vetoed, which was a dumb thing to do, and I'll explain to you why. But let's go through, if they get a short-term policy, what do they got? Well, um, the most common short-term policies that we're writing go through the end of the calendar year. Right. And so um, these plans don't cover pre-existing conditions. No. So um, if you're healthy but you don't get a subsidy, this is always going to be um, a better fit for you because um, you don't need a plan that covers for existing conditions because you have none. And the cost that you, the amount of money that you save on your premium month by month is more than enough to cover the cost of preventative care, which is pretty limited on these plans as well. But if you are saving $500 a month between a short-term plan and a similar or worse ACA policy, you can, Take $300 of that savings and get your physical, get your mammogram, whatever you need, and then continue to save $500 a month and have all your emergencies covered. Yeah. So it makes a huge difference. And you've got doctor office copay. The Blue Cross and Blue Shield plan here in Kansas City has got a doctor office copay. Mm -hmm. It's got a generic prescription drug benefit. Um, it, you know, it's got an ER benefit. And, it, and the, the thing that's important for people to know is 
It's real health insurance, right? Meaning you have access to every hospital uh, that Blue Cross and Blue Shield has in their network and every doctor. It, it's, 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 so this junk insurance term that politicians like to use is, is ridiculous because it's real health insurance. And if you don't get a subsidy, you we've had people on these policies. We had Joyce told me she had a lady that has been a client of ours for like five years, and she's been on a Blue Cross short-term policy for five years. That's right. Yeah, and it's worked beautifully for her. And she's now in Medicare, and she's moving over to Medicare. But she said I could her, – her comment was, I wouldn't have health insurance if I didn't do this because right. I couldn't afford it. Exactly. So there, this is one of the things about Obamacare that doesn't work, people. I, as I said, I'm thrilled that it's in place. I, I think it was a good thing the Supreme Court overturned that and said they're not going to go forward with this. And they're, they're not going to let them overturn Obamacare. But there are problems with it. One of the problems is if you don't get a subsidy, the cost is ridiculous. Is that a fair statement? No, it's, it's extremely fair. I just quoted a couple, and um, they don't qualify for a subsidy. He's 57. She's like 53, somewhere in there. And it was going to be close to fourteen hundred dollars a month. I if, was going to take a guess and say sixteen, so I was going to be close. Yeah, um, they're in an area where there's a, a one plan that has two hospitals in network, so it's extremely small network of doctors and hospitals. And so their least expensive plan with an eight thousand dollar deductible was going to be fourteen hundred a month to cover the both of them. But a short term plan with a five thousand dollar deductible, so you're already cutting that down by three thousand with all the doctors and hospitals, is going to cost them like three fifty. So a the out of pocket was less. B, they had access to more care and more choices in care. And C, oh, by the way, how much money did they save a month? Uh, Eleven hundred. <laughs> I think that answers the question, people. I mean, is that does that? So the next time you hear that term, junk insurance, you'll understand. And and that brings up something. I had State Senator Beverly Gossage from the state of Kansas on a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about the bill that she put forward to guarantee insurance for three years on short-term plans, which would have been great. In other words, instead of having to renew every year, you'd have guaranteed renewal for three years if you choose to stay on it, right? That's right. And it passed in the House and it passed in the Senate, and our governor, governor of the state of Kansas, she decided that she was going to veto the bill, and the sole explanation she gave was it's junk insurance, which, I, I like I said, this just infuriates me. Okay, because what she's doing is denying people access to that coverage that would extend the life of the plans. And the carriers were going to go along with it. They were fine with it. Yeah. Okay, And it would have been in place. But she killed it. And I, I just don't – to me, that makes no sense, Nate. Yeah, no, it, it, it's very curious because, you know, um, ACA was largely seen as um, a Democrat bill trying to put in extra protections for the consumer on health insurance guaranteed renewability so that if you go through the year and you get cancer and then the end of the year comes the insurance company doesn't say sorry you're out this was going to add the exact same provision to the short-term plans where somebody had a plan it could go for three years before um they could be underwritten again so it was extra protections of the same flavor and yet laura kelly threw it out anyway so yeah and so you got to ask yourself question why did governor kelly you know, they purport to be the party of people that are there to protect people and make sure that they have, you know, what they need. Okay, uh, and here is an opportunity to do exactly as you just described the exact same thing that ACA Obamacare policies have, but she vetoed it and killed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, some things make no sense. There's no rhyme or reason to it whatsoever. So, but if you do want one of these plans, the, they are available across the country. A lot of different carriers have them. Um, and uh, the folks over at RPS BBDI are happy to help you find one. 
You can reach out to them at 877-385-2224. How quickly can they get this once you write it? How quickly before it goes into effect? It depends on the carrier. Uh, one of them has next day uh, coverage. Is that Blue Cross? Uh, that's actually that's United Healthcare. Okay. Um, and on the Missouri side, United Healthcare has a um, has a three year short term plan. Wow. Yeah. So there's 11 states that have uh, the three year short term plans. This is not a new thing. Um, it's no, just, we would have had it in Kansas if the governor hadn't vetoed it. Right. So um, on the Missouri side, we got United and we got Blue Cross. They're the two main ones with short term insurance that actually adds like an out of pocket max and so on. And then on the uh, on the Kansas side, Blue Cross has got some plans, and United has them as well. But United on the Kansas side is only for uh, six months at a time, ah. and Blue Crosses will run through the end of the calendar year. Yeah, so that see, and that's all again. That's all stuff you need to know before, because what people typically do, Nate, is they go up on a website, they look at it, and they go, "Oh, that's the price. I want that one." Right. Okay. Which is not a good way to do this because you don't. If you don't know what you're getting, or you don't know the nuances of it, like it only. It's only good for six months, which means you got to go right back through the underwriting process again at the end of six months. And by the way, just because I know somebody's going to ask me this. So what happens if you get you put a short term policy in place and you get cancer and at the end of the year you don't have coverage? We move them over to ACA Obamacare. Exactly. Okay. so there I know I'm going to get that question. I do it every time we do one of these shows and talk about this. If if you're healthy now. And you went to get a short-term policy, you put it in place, and it's working, but you develop cancer or some other major illness, and the next year you're not going to be you're not going to qualify for the policy because now you've got a big pre-existing condition. You can automatically move over to an ACA policy, right? Yeah, and you know if you've got a major illness like that, um, even if you're not getting a subsidy, you're going to want to get on that. You're going to want to get on the ACA because your out-of-pocket costs and all the rest of it are going to be pretty significant. You're, and you're going to want the best care you can possibly get. Absolutely. So. And it makes a big difference. I, um, I've had a number of clients, and when these short-term plans came out, these were the ones who were healthy and didn't have any, um, any subsidy. And so I, I was telling them, hey, I think the short-term plan is going to be a lot better fit for you. And some of them were very concerned. They're like, if I have to requalify each time at the beginning of each year, what happens if, some, if something occurs? And I said, it's not a problem. We'll switch you over to um, to an ACA plan. And so a lot of them switched, and most of them haven't had anything happen. So year by year, they're saving several $100 a month. I've had a couple who did develop a, a health issue. The short-term plan covered them perfectly. And then at the end of the year, we switched them over to an ACA plan, and their care has continued uninterrupted. Yeah, and they can even stay on the same with the same carrier. Yeah, you can go from the Blue Cross short term plan to the Blue Cross ACA plan, mm-hmm. um, and stay with the same carrier, and 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 so it, it it it's a pretty smooth transition, and there is a safety net there, and I think that's the message we want everybody to understand is right. if you sign up for one of these and you develop something where you're not going to be able to sign up the next year when you go do the health app, you can automatically move over to an ACA policy. All of it will be covered, and you will not have a problem. So once again, if you want help, the phone number is eight seven seven three eight five twenty two twenty four. Ask for Nate. He'll be happy to help you. We'll be right back after the break to wrap it up. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. The website, rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more right after the break.
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIE Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You can also follow me on Facebook at America's Healthcare Advocate. As I said, all these shows are up on the podcast platforms. Tune in iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spreaker. Our producer, Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. In studio with me, Nate Tate from RPS Benefits by Design. Nate is an expert, as you can tell by listening to him, on ACA Obamacare. Um, and we're going to talk about Medicare in this segment as well. Also, short-term policies we just talked about. So if you want help with any of that, you know... <laughs> Please don't try to do this on your own. I'm just telling you. Every time people do this, you know, they wind up calling us because they've got this problem or that problem or something else. And then trying to straighten it out, especially if it's in that government website, Nate, you're over here shaking your head and closing your eyes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a mess. It is the worst. I, I hate it more than anything else. <laughs> yeah, because it takes forever. It, it, and, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I know for a fact it's taken as much as six months to get some of these things turned around. Oh, and longer. Uh, I've, yeah. I've seen things disappear into the void of government incompetency and never return. And, that, and that's a large void, people, I'm just telling you. So <laughs> you need to know if you want help, though, you can reach Nate at 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224, or rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com is the website, and you can also reach him there. All right, let's switch gears, talk a little bit about Medicare. Um, open enrollment doesn't start until October. That's right. Unless, of course, they change it, which there's no no word that that's going to happen at this point, but you never know. Um, um, so it starts in October, but if folks are approaching the magic age of 65, okay, what should they be doing now? Well, um, three, the three months before the month of your 65th birthday um, starts your open enrollment period. Um, during that time, you get to apply for um, the government portion of Medicare that's called Part A and B. This is the foundation of your Medicare coverage. Um, without it, you can't get any other Medicare plans. So those go on top of it. And so um, what people should do is um, either schedule an appointment with the Social Security office, call them. If you do call them, have your favorite movie or TV show on because you're going to be waiting for a while. Or you can go to um, the Social Security website, ssa.gov, uh-huh. and you can sign up for Medicare Parts A and B. And I did it myself, which, as I said before, people, if I can do it, a chimpanzee can do it. Okay, I did it in about 30 minutes. I was very impressed with myself that, mm-hmm. I, that I got it done. But I did it all by myself. I didn't have anybody helping me. Um, and I signed up for Part B and did the whole nine yards. Yeah. And so that's uh, Part A and B is going to cover 80% of your doctor and hospital bills. But then you're left with the 20% of whatever else happens to you. Which is not capped. That's right. People need to understand this. So that means 20%. So let's say we just had someone that had a $250,000 back surgery done. Okay, um, and we saw the, the the my partner down in Texas got the bill uh, for one of our clients two hundred fifty thousand dollar back surgery. Twenty percent of that, if they were on Medicare and they didn't have a Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage, would belong to them. Right. You're talking fifty grand. That's right. Yeah. That's does, does everybody get that? You all understand that? So when you hear you know oh I got Medicare A and I got Medicare B and I got Medicare D, well. You still, you know, you still have a problem because you don't have a, you don't have a Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage plan, and that twenty percent is not capped. That's right. It's like having a house with no roof and no doors. <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> that's that's a really good way to put that. I never thought about that. I like that. A house with no roof and no doors. That's 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 that's. I like that. That's really good, Nate. I'm impressed. Yeah. So if they get a Medicare Advantage plan, what happens to that twenty percent? Well, um, it basically puts a cap in place. Um, the Advantage plan you get will have um, an out-of-pocket maximum, and it says if this person pays up to this amount of money for medical bills, then the insurance, Medicare Part A and B, will cover 80%, and then their Advantage plan, whatever insurance company that's with, will cover the other remaining 20%. As long as they stay in network, they will be all those medical bills that they have for the rest of the year will be fully covered. Yeah, and that's so that that's the part you need to understand. Okay, so that's how the Medicare Advantage plans work. So there's a cap. There's an out-of-pocket cap. Typically, the inpatient thing is like $250 for five days or something, isn't it? Close. Yeah, $250 a day for five days. For five days. For most that's, plans. And, and that's, all, that's, that's almost all the plans are pretty close to that. Yeah. So that there's your out-of-pocket max if you're inpatient hospital. $250 for five days. But if you go in and out a couple of times, or you go in, you go out, you have an outpatient surgery, then there are other expenses that go toward that. But the point is, there is a cap on what you can spend. The most you can ever spend is X number of dollars based on the plan. So you're not exposed to that 20% that is not capped and goes on forever if you don't have a Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage. So now let's switch gears and talk about MedSupps. Yeah, so MedSup is an alternative to capping that 20%. Medicare supplements are more expensive. A lot of the popular Advantage plans that I mentioned earlier are zero premium. So if you're not needing a lot of coverage, at least do Advantage plan, but a supplement plan offers um, some additional benefits. They cost more money, but you can see any doctor in the country who accepts Medicare. It doesn't matter whether you get your supplement from United or Blue Cross, Mutual of Omaha, Cigna, it does not matter. If you have a Medicare supplement plan and they take Medicare, you can go there and it's going to be covered. Um, right now, the most popular supplement plan has a $200 deductible. And after that's paid, your medical bills are covered for the rest of the year. And that's what I actually, I have plan F, which was grandfathered in and so does my wife. And a testimonial to how well the Medicare supplement plans work. Mine is Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas City. When Lori broke her leg, by the time we finished the surgery and all the rest of it that went with it. We had about a $220,000 bill and we paid zero. That's right. Not one dime out of pocket did we pay. I, that's right, folks. Not one dime. Yes, the policy costs more than Medicare Advantage policy, but Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas City is never going to make back in premium what we spent on taking care of Lori and in, in her situation. So we were extremely grateful to have that plan. For folks that can afford it, they make a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I probably have a 50-50 split of my Medicare clients yeah. between advantage plans and supplements. Because and it, everybody has different needs. Exactly. And if you can afford that Medicare supplement, as you said, you've got access to, there is no network. You've got access mm-hmm. to any doctor and hospital that takes Medicare. Medicare Advantage plans, there's a network. You have to stay in the network for most of the plans. Some of them are different, like Blue Cross and Blue Shields Medicare Advantage plan allows allows you to go out of network and also goes out of state, which right. most of them do not. Uh, and that's a great plan, but that's an anomaly. That's that's not the norm with those plans. So the Blue Cross of Kansas City plan does that and does it very well. Thank you for doing this today. I think we got a ton of information out there. Yeah, absolutely. I think your phones are going to ring. If you want help, okay, you can call Nate at 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224, or the website rpsbenefitsbydesigninc.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave with this thought from Albert Einstein. The one who follows the crowd will usually get no further than the crowd. The one who walks alone is likely to find himself in places no one has ever been. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but 
the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIE Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. One more time, if you want to get a hold of Nate, 877-385-2224. Goodbye, America.